When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Grizzly Sports Network from Learfield, this is the Montana Grizzlies Coaches Show. Brought to you by Stockman Bank. Bank with us anytime, anywhere. With online and mobile banking, Montana's brand of banking. And by Wilson Logistics, official trucking company of Grizzly Athletics. Family trucking, it runs in the family. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Grizzlies, Riley Corcoran. Welcome back into Finn on this Tuesday. Basketball shows roll on. We hope you can join us for lunch each of the next five Tuesdays. We record the show here at noon at Finn. Airs across the Grizzly Radio Network. Six o'clock this night, a full hour of Grizz and Lady Grizz basketball. The men are up for the first half. We'll talk Lady Grizz basketball with Brian Holsinger in half number two. It was a perfect sweep on the weekend for the Grizz, beating Portland State in Northern Arizona. First up, we'll talk Grizzly basketball with Coach Dekir. 13-6 overall, 6-2 and two in Big Sky play. But my best stat that I like of all of this, eight of the final. 12 games coming up at home. Coach DeCure, how you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You'll, you'll never get a complaint from me after two wins. I was going to say, a road sweep, they never get old. You've done this for eight years now. A road sweep in this league, I don't think people understand it, of how hard it is with all the elements, which we're going to get into, but road sweeps never get old, do they? No, and some are harder than others. I, I think you know, going to NAU on the second half of, of a trip too is tough too because of the travel. Um, and, and then playing at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a pretty quick turnaround. But hopefully some teams go up there and uh, split. And I think in a use a team, they're sneaky. They're under the radar. They're going to beat a team maybe that they're not supposed to on paper. For the Grizzlies, that turnaround coach just mentioned, 40 hours was all they got from Portland State to NAU. They lost an hour. They traveled. They took a two-hour bus ride, and they played in the afternoon at altitude. All that being said, none of it was said in the shoot-around. I want to get into that in a moment. But let's start Thursday. You win 66-64 to at Portland State. You trailed for the first 32 minutes of that game. How big was it for a breakthrough moment in a game where you clearly didn't play your best but still found a way to win? Hang in there. Um, you know, I, I had been saying this um, since the beginning, you know, before our first practice, that this was a group that needed to have some adversity and come out of it successful. Um, and, and once we did that, it, it was a sign of growth. And, you know, we flirted with it. We, we, we had some of those games. Northern Colorado was one of those where, you know, tit for tat and we get down and we got a chance to kind of come out of it. We, we, they were at the free throw line quite a bit. We had some foul trouble. We were close. Um, and so to, to come out of the Portland State game with a W after being down and, and hanging in there and fighting tooth and nail was a sign of, of growth, uh, not only individually for some of our guys, but as a unit and cohesiveness. And certainly in a place that's been tough to play at the last couple of years as well. Portland State always brings their best for the Grizzlies. Take us through maybe the, just the story of the game and the first half, what you saw as struggles, halftime adjustments, which you needed to make, and then just some of the keys in the second half that, that helped you guys eventually break through. Well, you, they guard a certain way. And it's different than anyone else we will see for the rest of the season. And, and so you try to prepare for it without really changing your identity as a team. And it's very difficult to do to just kind of throw your whole playbook out and go say, okay, well, if we do this and this, we'll get these shots because your team's not built that way. 
Um, and, and so what happens is <laughs> you're just drawing things up, time out after time out after time out, and eventually you catch stride. Uh, in the past, it was their pressure. It was the press and trying to find the right press break. And, and do you attack right away? Do you hold it and flow? What do you do? And eventually you find something. And, and so for us, it was really just attacking um, the, the ball pressure with penetration and being willing to pass the ball. And, and it was very difficult for guys because it's kind of like smoke and mirrors. What you think is there isn't really there. I know coach said it's not there, but it looks like it. And it just took us a long time to make that adjustment offensively. We hung in there defensively. We fought and um, we forced them into some turnovers, which gave us some life. And, and we got it going from there. That's been a calling card for these Grizzlies, forcing turnovers, winning that margin, and also this stingy defense, the best in the Big Sky Conference. Let's go to some of the big shots late because it was time where it was going back and forth. And you had two big shots at least to come to mind for me. And Brandon Whitney, who will get into his maybe two week is really his year journey because it's been up and down for him but to stick with it he hadn't made a shot from the floor in nearly 80 minutes of basketball all game at Montana State hadn't had a shot from the floor yet he comes up with a shot to give you the lead and then Robbie Beasley's acrobatic game winning shot as well just talk about those two plays how big they were and just everything in between hang in there mm -hmm. hang in there I, I you know Confidence comes and goes, right, based on what's happened for you on, on prior experiences. Some guys just have thick skin. Robbie Beasley is not too concerned about what happened in the last four or five shots. It's going to continue to go up. And, you know, I think his aggressiveness paid off. Bannon's patience. Um, you know, he, he had a hard time finding good shots. And our team's patience provided them two wide open threes and, and those were those possessions I talked about of getting in the paint and not shooting it and kicking it out and, and allowing other guys to make plays we found him for those two big ones and you know Whitney has been so locked in for us defensively that it keeps him on the floor it keeps him you know with some success in other areas and I, and I think that that you know paid off uh, and, and then he's got you know coach Flo who recruited him this it's, it's been kind of his psychological coach here uh, the last couple of weeks and, and mentally had him locked in uh, for those two games. Certainly great to see for Brandon Whitney. We transitioned to Saturday a little bit. We talked about the travel, the adversity that was faced for your team getting there, but how much of that game was about mental toughness? I want to take a peek behind the curtain and go into shoot around because it was an early shoot around for your team and you challenged them that this kind of game and fighting through adversity and picking up a win is why Montana is Montana a little bit. Just talk about that mantra because I certainly thought that that message that you had at shoot around resonated with your team during the game there was a lot to that <laughs> message yeah um you know the, the the trip to flagstaff took a little longer than planned on the itinerary and we were going to be forced to practice really late i knew we didn't have a lot of legs um most of that practice was probably going to be a walkthrough so last minute decision to cancel that practice um watch a little more film than probably planned and then be fresh for the morning but when you're getting guys on the bus at 7.45 in the morning, the day after travel, most of them don't want to be there. And that's what I sensed when we got in there was we just didn't have a lot of energy early. And, and, and most of the guys just kind of were going through the motions to get it over with. And, and so I had to be a little straightforward with the message of we're here for a reason um, and, and how important these types of games are. And... It always comes down to respect for opponent. And, and I think that if we were playing Weber, I wouldn't have had to motivate the guys. Um, and, and so, you know, they need a little push, and they got it. <laughs> and it worked out very perfectly for the Grizzlies. Let's talk about Josh Bannon for a moment because he had 40 points the last two games. And I'm going to always remember our conversation after Santa Clara when I was trying to talk about the depth and the great balance there. And, and you came back and said, we really need someone to step up. And Josh Bannon, ever since Christmas, has been a different player, at least from a scoring standpoint. He's led your team pretty much every game. How have you seen him elevate his game after Christmas to go to that – Go-to guy for sure. I think he's matured a lot in the last month. Um, I, I think that he wanted to be a guy, but he wanted to be coached like one of the guys. And, and mm -hmm. you know, we, we had some heart-to-hearts about our approach and his level of responsibility. And, and I think that him being more open to coaching and and when I say that you you can take that a lot of ways I'm not saying that he's negative with coaching like we can say what we want we can yell we can scream we can talk he handles coaching but 
sometimes as a player that has really good feel like he does and commits the way he's committed to basketball in terms of the time, he's the first one in the gym every day. He, he shoots more than anyone on our team. Sometimes you feel like you see something that maybe the coaches didn't see, so you try to execute that. And what was important was for him to understand that our plan is our plan. And you have freedom within that plan, but our plan is still our plan. Yeah. And, and I think that once we, we kind of had that conversation, he's just been way more consistent with being reliable on the defensive side of the ball. And when he has more success defensively, he tends to not want to make up for bad things on the offensive end. And he just has not been as, as, as high risk of a player as he was probably in November and December. Eight double-doubles for him. He's just been phenomenal on both ends. Rarely comes out of the game as well during the stretch. I think he missed 17 minutes is all in a five-game span. So clearly doing it on both ends. And defensively, you had a tough task stopping Jalen Cohn and NAU. They're a team that averaged 85 points per game over their previous three. Jalen Cohn, one of the most dynamic scorers in the league, probably the newcomer of the year from Virginia Tech. What he's been able to do. What do you think of your defensive effort overall? It's just an amazing stat coach you've held six teams under 50 points this year in this day and age of college basketball doesn't happen very much unless you're Virginia or something so just take me through the defensive effort overall particularly on Saturday but just maybe overall in the season yeah we're doing it without holding on to the ball <laughs> yeah no kidding um team effort you know um I spoke highly of Whitney after the game and, and Whitney was phenomenal and, and it's a weapon that most teams don't have a guy that is quick enough, strong enough, physical enough, but also smart enough to execute um, the details of defending certain actions, certain players, certain things. That's rare, and, and we're fortunate to have him out there. But then the team elevated their game as a unit in a, a way that we really hadn't executed up to this point. And, what I'm, I'm talking about our ability to contest shots. I'm talking about our ability to be in help, but still be able to get back to their man and not allow their man to shoot a three. Um, the way we rotated when we did get beat, when we did break down, our effort to contest and have each other's back and, 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 and fly, we call it flying, through a 30-second possession was incredible and was fun to watch afterwards. It really was. I think a lot of people, when they look at the story of this Grizzly season, no matter how it turns out, you might not look at this Portland State NAU road trip and think much, but to me it felt like a breakthrough moment for this team for all the reasons you just talked about. Your thoughts on the rest of the Big Sky? It just seems so crazy. I know I keep saying it every week, but this is so different this year where the top half is so much better, at least it's separated, it seems to me, than the bottom half. Your thoughts just on the league right now, and particularly the Weber State-Southern Utah game last night where Weber State went down to see City picked up the win. So Weaver, I think seven and one and their only loss came here in Missoula. Yeah, I I think in response to your statement about top half versus bottom half, I, I think what you find in the top half is more experience. And because the top half is more experienced, they're winning more of the closer games. Mm -hmm. Um and and so you've got some teams that either have new newcomers or they have a lot of freshmen on the floor. And, and so there's some teams that look like how we've looked for two years. And so I, I don't know that the talent is that much better. I think teams like Idaho, Portland State, they're putting some guys on the floor that probably could start for anyone else in the conference. Um, but they're just not finishing those close games the way that Weber, Northern Colorado are. And, and some of those teams, right, like Northern Colorado's gone down the wire mm -hmm. with Idaho. And, and they just pulled it out. And, and so I think that really that's the, the main difference between some of the teams is experience. And, and that's why, you know, someone before this asked me who, who scares me. And those are some of the teams that scare me just as much as the ones that have one or two losses because at some point in time, you're going to figure out how to finish a game. Right. And, you know, Idaho did that last night. 
they did that against Sac State, and, and so someone's going to have to stop that run. And I think a lot of it has to do with experienced coaching. You see that at the top of the league. Experienced coaches have teams that are uh, having some success for sure. Before we let you go and talk to the assistants, got to talk about the week ahead here. You take on Idaho. You just mentioned it. They're on their first two-game winning streak against division one opponents in a long time, and they seem to be turning the corner a little bit. Someone you certainly can't overlook, but just your overall take on the Vandals and I guess a general thought on having eight of your final 12 at home. I feel great about that. I, I, I think being home is, is, is huge. You know, we purposely scheduled more home games this year than we have in the past. Um, one, you know, it, it's a huge advantage in terms of trying to create streaks. Two, um, with a young group, you, you, you want to travel less and, and have a supported situation more often than not. Um, and, and so now to, to have the tail end of your season, um, at home more than on the road. I, I think it's a huge advantage in some ways. We, we just have to handle it the right way. Um, in regards to Idaho, I, you know, Idaho, they score, they're probably the most explosive team offensively in conference, them or Weber, um, in, in terms of their ability to put points up. And they've got multiple guys that can jump up and make four or five, six threes in a game. They've got multiple guys that can create their own shot. And so that makes them very difficult to defend teams that can score in bunches. Um, and then Eastern Washington is the same in terms of there's five guys on the floor all the time that can make a shot. So there's, it's, it's very difficult to help off of anyone in penetration or post defense. Um, they play fast. They get the ball to the floor quickly. Um, and, and they just play a different style than most of the teams in conference in terms of their off-ball movement. And so on a short turnaround, very difficult game to, to go out and, 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 and be solid defensively. So our defense is going to be challenged at a high level here this week. Well, it'll be a fun week, Grizz fans. Make sure you come out and watch this team Thursday and Saturday. It'll be the stingy Grizzly defense against two explosive offenses. Coach DeCure, we'll see if this team can build a four-game winning streak. It's, uh, we'll see if they can do it here at home this weekend. Thanks for the time, as always, and uh, we'll chat with you again on Thursday. Go Grizz. All right, we'll talk with the assistant coaches on the other side of the break. Live from Fan, this is the Grizzly Coaches Show from Learfield. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel is the new home to the Grizzly Coaches Show, and we couldn't be more excited. Come see us every Tuesday at noon to catch up on all things Grizzly basketball with coaches Travis DeCure and Brian Holsinger. Grab a table to enjoy a specialty menu designed specifically for the Coaches Show and have a draft beer, glass of wine, or a craft cocktail. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel, the new home to the Grizzly Coaches Show. See you out there. Did you know that flu season can begin as early as October? The season usually peaks between December and February, and it can last as late as May. As long as flu viruses are spreading, it's not too late to get a flu vaccine to protect yourself and your loved ones through fall, winter, and into spring. Get vaccinated today. For more information about flu shots, visit your health care provider, your local health department, or pharmacy. Learn more at flu.mt.gov. Oh, life, how we admire you, are deeply fascinated by you. All your twists and turns and wild rides you take us on. The ups and the downs. Life, you live inside all of us, breathing, growing, beating. You are the reason we'll always provide world-class care. Providence, we see the life in you. Visit Providence.org. Wilson Logistics is proud to be the official trucking partner of Grizzly Athletics. Wilson Logistics is a fast-growing, family-owned company based right here in Missoula, Montana, and offers paid internships with flexible scheduling specifically for UM students. Paid internships are available in marketing, sales, operations, IT, and accounting. Learn more at wilsonlogistics.com internships. And go Grizzlies! It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. 
Are you looking for a checking account that is easy to understand and easy to use? Then Stockman Bank's 406 checking account is for you. Offering free online and mobile banking and a free Visa check card, you can access your account anytime, anywhere. Stop by any of our locations statewide and open your account today. A $100 minimum opening deposit required. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Member FDIC. home team is a group of locally owned businesses that support the Grizz. Your official home team members are Direct Source, Great Floors, Static Solar, Lens Insulation, True Green Lawn Care Services, and Sweet Pea Sewer and Septic as we welcome you back to the Grizzly Coaches Show. Grizz basketball off to a 6-2 starting league play 8 of their final 12 games at home where they are a perfect 9-0 this year, including this week against the streaking Idaho Vandals who've won two in a row and then Eastern Washington on Saturday up here with the three assistant coaches now Chris Cobb, Jay Flores, and Zach Payne. This is an easy one for me. i got to sit back and listen because I'll ask an easy question as far as just your general takeaways from the weekend. I feel that when we go through the line, pretty much cover all the basis uh, with this. And for those that didn't know, Coach Cobb was not with the team. He was here in Missoula, which I'm sure had to be agonizing. We were swapping texts back and forth. But we'll go to you first, Coach, because you got the, the unique view of all of this. So what were your takeaways for the weekend? And what was it like not being with the team? I'm sure uh, pretty tough. Yeah, I, uh, I actually watched the game with my dad, so I put the, my AirPods in and watched the game. And I found myself uh, second-guessing a lot of the coaching, to be honest <laughs> with you. I, I felt like I was watching, you know, one of your sports teams. You're like, what are we doing? Like, why are we doing it like that? What is going on? Um, but it's frustrating. I mean, it's hard, you know. My dad, my dad actually listens. Like, you're a lot more composed and, like, seem positive on the bench than listening, you know, from home. And I I felt like that. I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I'm pretty bad. So hopefully I never have to do that again. This is the first time in 13 years that I haven't been there. And I'll be there Thursday. Okay. I know that. Good. That is good news for the, everybody. The, the vibes on the bench were just ridiculous this weekend. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, from your guys' perspective, tell us what was different like on the bench. You guys are so cohesive with the way you work. Or, or maybe I should say, there's a method to the madness. You guys all know what you bring. That's and you were, and, and you work well right. together. So with one element being gone, it had to be different. But um, we'll go with Jay next as far as takeaways from the weekend and what it was like with the, the bench dynamic with one guy down. Uh, it was different. You yeah. know, like uh, everybody kind of views the game in a different way. Cop definitely has like a defensive outlook because um, he runs our defense so uh, I think that you you know try to try to pick up for the slack a little bit but it's never quite the same uh, but in terms of the weekend I thought uh, my wife and uh, she's always very supportive she she kind of said it best and when you step back and like uh, look at it objectively I think it's true this this weekend was really fun um, because you're kind of seeing, like, right in front of us, like, the growth of our team. Um, this group of guys, right, last year, like, we lost a lot of close games. And then to go to Portland State, a place that's been hard for us to win, and to be down the whole game. And then just, like, when it became winning time to see the guys, like, make plays, like, you know, um, whether it's a shot or a rebound or whatever it is, um, we made it, you know, like, like we made it happen. And then to go put the defensive performance that we did on Saturday night, I, I think it's really fun to watch because, like, you can see um, improvement. Now, now, you know, the, the trick is to be able to continue that trend going forward. But it, it was a fun weekend because I felt like um, – we grew like like you could see the growth with, with what happened and a great job for both of you two doing the scouts because you guys were dialed in on the opponents jay had northern arizona zach your thoughts from the weekend you had the portland state scout and obviously that's always a grind you know that uh, very well but just your thoughts on the weekend uh i just think thought it was really important for us like i think whenever you're you're trying to you're you know you got to sweep a road weekend at, at some point to, to get the deal done and so that was the one that was presented in front of us and just really impressed with the guys and their their grit and their toughness um every single of travel we had, whether it was going to Portland State, going to NAU, or coming home, was like extremely difficult. There, something went wrong, or there was some, you know, middle point at some point that was not easy. And so for the guys to, you know, deal with the travel, and then, you know, even, you know, both games, we probably would have liked to have played a little bit better offensively. But for the guys to remain focused on the defensive end and just do what it takes to get the job done, because that's really all that matters, was just. Uh, so I thought it was an important weekend, and then really impressed with the guys. And then, um, obviously, after we came back from NAU, the Niners got it done on Saturday. So it was really the perfect weekend. Gosh, I. 
really was going to team up for this later, but he couldn't help himself. He jumped in right away with his 49ers upsetting Green Bay. So a perfect Saturday for Zach Payne. Let's talk about some individuals here that maybe don't always lead the box score, but are playing uh, significant minutes right now. And uh, Coach Cobb, I'm going to go with you first and Lonel Martin, because it was so great to see him break through in a big moment. Three made threes on Saturday against Northern Arizona. He's embraced his role. He's an ultimate team guy. I was lucky to sit down with him for the Inside the Dim podcast. So well liked with his teammates, the team barber at times. But just tell me about <laughs> Lonel Martin's journey this year and uh, your thoughts on, on his role now and, and how he's fit in with the team. His role as a barber, I'm not sure, is exactly what we want. You know, like <laughs> yeah. that, we, yeah. we might be able to move on from that. But uh, it's hard. Like, it's a hard transition to go from junior college to this level, especially in a program that kind of is built for guys to have some continuity and understand what we're doing. And um, I thought we've tried really hard to, to – uh, give him a, a role that we really needed. We needed shooting and we needed a guy to, to step in and, and space the floor for us. Uh, and that's been inconsistent. I think you've seen that a lot with junior college players. Uh, I think the biggest key is his ability to kind of keep taking in information and coaching that, hey, here's where you can be successful and here's where maybe you're not as far along as you think you are. So let's work to get you more on the side that helps us, helps you perform. Um, and, and I think he's doing that. Uh, he's doing a really good job of giving great effort on the defensive end and blocking out and trying to rebound, which is something that we've harped on a lot throughout the year. Uh, but like you said, there's probably no one that shows up every day with a better attitude uh, to unify the group and be a part of the group as, as he does. And over a 40% three-point shooter at JUCO, you know those numbers are going to start evening out and hopefully in a big moment, hopefully foreshadowing of Lon L. Martin shooting some big threes late. Jay, we'll go to DJ Carter Hollinger next and just talk about him being in the starting line up just seems like that x factor i know that there's times where the game's over and the box score might not pop off the page but he makes some impact plays like the block he had at the end um, of the northern arizona game on the other end of the floor just seems to, to jump out to me just your thoughts on dj um ever since being in the starting lineup and just the productive minutes that he's been able to put in for sure and I, i've said it before just with how up and down his season was last year for him to kind of catch a little bit of rhythm is 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 awesome to see um there's no better case like you said than saturday the box score doesn't jump out at you but when we watch uh, some good defensive clips as a team yesterday he has, you know, four or five walls at the basket that that really saved baskets, and it was a, a back and forth game. Um, you know, I, I do think that his outlook um, after last last year has kind of changed um, because, like, I think he's excited to be back on the floor and contributing to the team and everything. So um, he's been he's been great, and it's been obviously it's really helped our team to have him in the in the lineup compared to last year. He's Mr. Energy, and I, I I'm also going to try and foreshadow here, guys. I'm using all my good mojo here to do it we but appreciate it. in yep. in home games with a big atmosphere is when dj normally rises up even more so hopefully he feeds off this home court energy for eight of the final 12 zach i want to talk about robbie beasley uh five straight games in double figure scoring before saturday a bit of a off shooting game but that, that's going to come and go your thoughts just on his role now that he has moved into the point guard spot the versatility he's been able to provide and just how much he's grown i mean this sophomore season all of these guys to me are taking the next leap that has to be encouraging but talk about robbie a little bit yeah trav talked a lot about going Going into Christmas like we needed to have you know some guys emerge and you know it's if we could just count on a couple guys for what they're going to give us every single night especially on the offensive end that would be all right and he talked about Bannon earlier but Robbie's been you know very close if not the exact same I think going into Saturday he was averaging over 15 points a game in conference games and we, and we need that um, and so the great thing about Robbie is that his confidence never wavers um, and so you know going into every single game that you know Rob, Robbie's going to shoot his shots and you know and let it fly um, and so I and I think you need that I think you need that I think that's what good players do, and so it's been uh, it's been huge for us to have Robbie be as consistent uh, as he's been. Saturday was a one-off shooting for him, and uh, the good thing is is that I know it's not going to phase him for Thursday. It won't, and I think also he struggled all game, but he had the dagger three at the end. I mean, that just goes to show you the confidence it's, is there, the, the growth who, from these who, guys. Who Absolutely. Let's talk about the week that's coming up here. It's, it's unique because normally that's that perfect. You play the first ten, then you go around. We're going to play Eastern for the second time before playing Southern Utah, so we'll get into that in a moment, but we'll start with Idaho. The, the scout on them, Chris Cobb, you have that. They've won two in a row. They're obviously more capable. I mean, you look at some of the close losses, too. They played Southern Utah close. They only have two losses in Big Sky play of more than 10 points. So you know they're in it. Uh, Mikey Dixon leading the way with 18 points per game. Seems they have a defined core three, at least. But, I don't know. I'm still in your thunder. You tell me about Idaho and what you're seeing from them. Yeah, no, you got it. I, I think they are scary and because their record's bad. Um, I mean, they beat 
you know, they beat South Dakota State, who's yeah. one of the best. I mean, they're definitely top five mid-major program in the country right now. Um, and, and I think the thing that you look at, and it's hard to tell the guys, is when you look at the box score, it doesn't make sense. Their box score doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Because from an offensive standpoint, they are really, really good. Uh, and then they struggle defensively, right? And they've got maybe the best pure scorer in the conference. Like, I think Dixon is maybe just, you know, I mean, you got McEwen and Cone and, and those guys that score a lot, but uh, they score the ball really easy, really easy. Uh, so I think that it's a really challenging game because you look at their record, you probably see them at the bottom of the standings. But like you said, they don't lose by much. The games are very close for the most part, and they have really good players. So uh, it's a it's a tough game on Thursday night. It's not a game where you sit back and you're like, okay, they're 5-14, and 14 and you know it's going to be an easy night. It's going to be a really challenging night for us. The last couple of years you maybe were able to overlook Idaho. It's not the case this year. They are certainly uh, worthy. It'll be a tough game on Thursday night. They'll obviously want to come here and keep themselves on a roll. Zach, you have the scout on Eastern Washington. It's a rematch. First team to do it against what was key in game one. Obviously, 90 points, what everyone's going to look at, but it was great execution throughout. So what needs to stay the same for game two and just your assessment? Uh, you just have to be incredibly locked into the game plan. Um, and, you know, Eastern, they score it as well as anybody in the conference. They, you know, they play their five starters a lot of minutes and all of them, you know, average pretty much double figures. And they got a couple guys that are playing ridiculously well in conference right now. So you got to be locked in the scout and know what we're trying to do and, and understand personnel and then go out and execute it because Eastern probably as much as anybody in our conference, they take advantage of defensive mistakes um, and then they, and they prey on defensive weaknesses. So you got, you got to be locked in, ready to go. And it'll be interesting to, you know, they're the first team, like you said, that will be playing for a second time. And so it'll be good to see how the guys respond to that. And Jay, you don't have a scout this week, so I'm going to ask you kind of an interesting question about playing a team the second time, because I'm always fascinated by the chess match between coaching staffs, right, with the adjustments that are made. What's it like for you guys as you grind on the scout and get ready for a team the second time? How much do you maybe take game one into account? How much do you take recent trends? I know there's probably, again, a method to everybody's madness, but just your thoughts on the, the trajectory of playing teams twice and playing them for the second time. Yeah, I think when it's close in dates of when you play that, that you're able to take the first first game a little bit um, more into consideration. You know, like uh, Sac State's my scout. We played them in December and we don't play them again until March. So they could be a completely different team, the way they play, the personnel that they're playing. Uh, but I do think uh, you kind of will always take the first game, look at the, the things that you were successful with and then the, the areas that they kind of hurt us with and try to make adjust adjustments accordingly. Um, you know, I think that is one thing that as a program we've done a pretty good job of. Um, but, you know, it's, uh, it's a day-to-day -day thing. No doubt about it. Now, Zach, before we let you go, I mean, here's your floor. The 49ers, come on. What are, you guys were one half away. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. The, I mean, you were one half away from the season being over. I'll never forget now our bus conversation when you're down 17 nothing to the Rams. So I'm going to take credit for sparking the Niners' run first. We, we've come a long way since me yelling at you on the bus in Bozeman about the Niners. <laughs> That's so awesome. We, we've come a long How way. How pleased are you? Were you able to enjoy that on the bus ride back? Cause it was, it was Saturday it was, night. It was honestly, it was perfect. We, the afternoon game, and Jay, Jay loves an afternoon game. <laughs> So we got to play. We got when the game was over. We, you know, we got to watch maybe the first quarter on the bus, and then the rest of it I watched uh, in the hotel room with, with Coach Broom, and then Trav joined us at the end. And I was a little nervous that when Robbie Gold made the field goal to win it, that we were going to get kicked out of the hotel for all the commotion. But uh, we were lucky that we didn't. But I'm excited. I mean, they get to play another week in the NFC Championship game against a team, you know, in their division that we, we've beaten six times in a row. So it'll be fun. pretty you awesome. Just, you, just, you just can't. I mean, it's it's going to be great to play in the NFC Championship game. It's it, awesome. Bro, I, the guy doesn't care that much about it. I was, I, yeah, no kidding. I thought the Packers are going to win the whole thing. So, yeah, that was a big-time surprise. Best weekend of NFL football, I think, maybe ever. Rapid fire before we let you go. Who's winning the Super Bowl? Cobb. Chiefs. The Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's from the football expert, Jay. <laughs> you got a you pick? You going Chiefs, too? I don't. I haven't watched one NFL football game the whole season. Nines, baby. Okay, all right. I figured that was going to be the case. Give a hand for the assistant coaches up here. We'll talk Lady Grizz basketball next. Here's the coaches show from Learfield. Committed to our customers. By ensuring your home has high-performing insulation, you can lower your energy costs, improve the noise level, and enjoy more consistent temperatures. Lynch Insulation is Missoula's source for fiberglass insulation, mineral wool, soundproofing, and spray foam for commercial and residential structures. We also perform energy assessments using thermal imaging equipment to pinpoint any energy loss issues. We're a family-owned company with the equipment, products, and people to deliver the energy-saving insulation solution you seek on time and within budget. 
OS2 Office Solutions and Services, locally owned and operated. Our Sharp Advanced Series desktop printers are affordable and easy to operate. Out of the box, copy, scan, print, and fax capabilities, plus standard Google apps with wireless networking enable you to easily manage your workflow from PCs, Macs, and mobile devices. The Sharp Advanced Series desktop printers can do jobs like full-size copiers. And as always, OS2 offers full service on all Sharp products. See demonstrations at Office Solutions and Services, proud sponsor of The Grizz for over 20 years. Lithia Chrysler Jeep Dodge of Missoula, home of the last best price, has great news for all of Grizz Nation. If you've been looking for a new vehicle but can't find the one you want, the wait is over. Choose from hundreds of vehicles in stock, like a new Ram 1500, and see for yourself why Ram is Motor Trend's back-to-back-to-back three-peat truck of the year. Stop in during Ram Power Days, Missoula Dodge, home of the last best price, and proud sponsors of the Montana Grizzlies, exit 99 off I-90 near the airport, and LithiaChryslerMissoula.com. Did you know that flu season can begin as early as October? The season usually peaks between December and February, and it can last as late as May. As long as flu viruses are spreading, it's not too late to get a flu vaccine to protect yourself and your loved ones through fall, winter, and into spring. Get vaccinated today. For more information about flu shots, visit your health care provider, your local health department, or pharmacy. Learn more at flu.mt.gov. Are you looking for a checking account that is easy to understand and easy to use? Then Stockman Bank's 406 checking account is for you. Offering free online and mobile banking and a free Visa check card, you can access your account anytime, anywhere. Stop by any of our locations statewide and open your account today. A $100 minimum opening deposit required. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Member FDIC. Wilson Logistics is proud to be the official trucking partner of Grizzly Athletics. Wilson Logistics is a fast-growing, family-owned company based right here in Missoula, Montana, and offers paid internships with flexible scheduling specifically for UM students. Paid internships are available in marketing, sales, operations, IT, and accounting. Learn more at wilsonlogistics.com internships. And go Grizzlies! Grizzly Coaches Show on this Tuesday. Lady Grizz go 2-1 in their busy three-game stretch in five days. That will be a sign of things to come as far as busy stretch. We'll get into that as we talk Lady Grizz basketball with Brian Holsinger for the next half-hour. Team 12-5 overall, 5-3 in Big Sky play. They blew out Portland State. They won a great close game against NAU. Fell by fell by 14 to Montana State a night ago. Beginning of the crazy stretch for this team. But Coach, will dive into all three games here in a moment. Yep. But just overall, I'll leave it to you. Well, you're just you're a assessment on the crazy stretch of two and one in a three-game stretch just your overall assessment of it yeah I mean I think first really proud of our team we had a long 14 days without a game which is so unusual this time of year how do you handle that as a coach there's no book for it it's just what you do and we worked really hard to get in better shape and to do the right things and so we um I felt I was really excited to to play actually and they were really excited to play and I and we improved um there was improvement during that stretch and that's what you're trying to do is to improve and so against Portland State we came out and really executed well against their zone and um obviously shot the ball well here at home and and handled a a team that you know is trying to figure things out for sure but you got to beat the bottom and the top and wherever just to be where you want to be absolutely sometimes the (laughs) hardest thing in this league is winning the games that you're supposed to because teams are going to bring their best against you win 93 to 57 over Portland State, what stood out to me, obviously Haley Heward and provides a good opportunity to talk about your freshman six of nine from three-point range. What's it been like to, to watch her flourish in her freshman season? Is and she maybe even surprised you with how quick she's found her role in a big-time role and a starting role on this team? Not really. Okay. Um, she hasn't surprised me. Um, Nate, the other day, my, one of my our assistants here, he, you know, he was like, "Man, you were right about Haley." And I, you know, because I said early in the year, she's she's a kid that's just stable. She has the right mindset. She doesn't let a lot impact her. Um, um, we have some kids on this team that um, have that let little things impact them very quickly. And she just is somebody that's very like this. You can coach her hard. You can do this. And so that always ends up being successful in the long run, stable kids like that. And she she came out. She doesn't see it, fi- ever see a shot she doesn't like. And so <laughs> she shoots good ones. And, and that night they went in. So it's great. That's like you in open gym, right? Never no, see a shot. You know, like, <laughs> let's take it to Saturday against Northern Arizona. It was on paper, probably one of the best wins 
wins of the season against a high-quality team that's in the top half of the league with you guys as well. What did you see out of your squad on Saturday? Because you had to win kind of a different style of game yeah. and you pulled through in the end. You, I mean, it was our best, and this is ironic, especially after last night because we were so poor, but um, it was our best game of the year where we took the scouting report and we applied it on defense, where we took exactly what the coaches wanted, personnel-wise, scouting report-wise, and we executed. Uh, we took them out of everything they wanted to do. They're one of the best offensive teams in the conference. Uh, they play a funky style that is dribble drive and space the floor and shoot it. And um, they're all kind of guardish. And we defended them so well. I mean, I was so proud. I'm now looking back, I'm like, maybe we spent too much time on them and not enough time on the next game. But, you know, I mean, we just, we defended them excellent. Offensively, we were just okay. You know, you go from playing a team that plays zone the entire game to a team that, um, did not play well the night before and then came in with a little bit of a chip on the shoulder and they impacted this offensively, but it was good for us to grind out a game and, and uh, win it in the fourth quarter um, by just executing right. And they were the best shooting team in the conference, as you just mentioned. You held them to 30%. I mean, you talk about how you're able to do it. In general, Coach, how impressed are you with your team's defense? I remember talking with you before the season began and you said, I don't know how offense is going to come together, but we are going to play tough defense because that's going to win you games. And it certainly has so far. Just so just in general, what's been so impressive by your team defensively this season? I mean, they're buy-in. You know, they bought in to, to winning with defense. And so you get anytime you can defend people, you have a chance to win. Offense comes and goes and is all around. Um, Travis knows what he's doing. Travis is the same way. I mean, he, he is a defensive guy as well. And, and it's how you win consistently. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if it's football. I don't care. It, in everything, defense, it really wins consistently. And so we defend and rebound as hard as we possibly can. And as smart as we possibly can every game. I think Grizz fans and Lady Grizz fans are in for a treat this year because both teams lead the Big Sky Conference in defense. So uh, definitely the identity. You guys share a, a wall. You must be sharing some same concepts as well, Coach. I mean, the, the 10 times you've held your opponent under 60, you're sixth in the nation in 35% field goal percentage defense. Seven times you've held your opponent under 30%. Which one of those numbers is more impressive to you when you, you take the whole scope of it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a good question. I, I, think, I think the field goal percentage defense is probably the most important because we play that style. We play a style to make people miss, force them to their weaknesses, and then rebound the ball. And so, you know, we're up there with teams with the likes of South Carolina, Stanford, North Carolina. Those are the teams that are we're with and so that's good company and so you want to be in those in those kind of things i would say that's uh, good anytime you're in that category with teams yeah. how about your opponent putting up 76 shots and i know this might just be me following along in flag stuff i look at the box score, i'm thinking that can't be right 76 shots i mean you don't see many box scores with that kind of numbers uh, field goal attempt numbers just your your thoughts on being able to stick with it and, and how rare that is nau i mean nau that's what they do they Dang. score as i told Lori before the game i've known Lori Payne for a long time and she's a <coughs> excuse me she's um she coached i mean she played for mike and Jordy, who i worked with for eight years and and their offense that's just all they think is <laughs> offense 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 and that night they offensive rebounded really well um and i was disappointed in our defensive rebounding there's always something to be encouraged by and disappointed by in every game of course right. but um so they they offensive rebounded the ball well um we just want to make people miss we're not trying to cause turnovers we'll take them if you'll give them to us but we're just trying to make people miss and they got lots of shots that night how much did the crowd help you pull through on saturday 2500 fans. It was the most since the Gonzaga game and again, you've talked about how special an atmosphere, part of the reason why you're here, but how much did they maybe help you in that true home court advantage in a 50-50 game in the second half in conference? Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's, I mean, it's it's a huge advantage for us. Um, I think it's also a reason why we go on the road and it's so different. I'm still figuring out this whole thing yep. here. Yep. Um, just like I did last night, but um, the, you know, our fans are fantastic. It, I, I keep encouraging people to come watch because I'm like, this team's a fun team to watch when we play right. And we played right this weekend at home. And, and I even got an email. I think I told you this. I got an email from a, you know, a longtime Lady Grizz fan that's, you know, that's still a little scared, to be honest, mm -hmm. of COVID and mm -hmm. big crowds. And I get it. I understand it. Um, I hope they at some point feel ready to come back. But he's, he's like, hey, well, we would love to be there. And I'm getting more and more emails like that. So come see us when we can. No doubt. Only five home games left. But make sure you circle that final Saturday in February. Your Lady Grizz are going to need you on that. We'll talk about the game last night against Montana State next. Live from Finn at the Doubletree, this is the Grizzly Coaches Show from Learfield. 
Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel is the new home to the Grizzly Coaches Show, and we couldn't be more excited. Come see us every Tuesday at noon to catch up on all things Grizzly basketball with coaches Travis DeCure and Brian Holsinger. Grab a table to enjoy a specialty menu designed specifically for the Coaches Show and have a draft beer, glass of wine, or a craft cocktail. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel, the new home to the Grizzly Coaches Show. See you out there. Are you looking for a checking account that is easy to understand and easy to use? Then Stockman Bank's 406 checking account is for you. Offering free online and mobile banking and a free Visa check card, you can access your account anytime, anywhere. Stop by any of our locations statewide and open your account today. $100 minimum opening deposit required. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Member FDIC. Wilson Logistics is proud to be the official trucking partner of Grizzly Athletics. Wilson Logistics is a fast-growing, family-owned company based right here in Missoula, Montana, and offers paid internships with flexible scheduling specifically for UM students. Paid internships are available in marketing, sales, operations, IT, and accounting. Learn more at wilsonlogistics.com slash internships. And go Grizzlies! Oh, life, how we admire you, are deeply fascinated by you. All your twists and turns and wild rides you take us on. The ups and the downs. Life, you live inside all of us, breathing, growing, beating. You are the reason we'll always provide world-class care. Providence, we see the life in you. Visit Providence.org. Did you know that flu season can begin as early as October? The season usually peaks between December and February, and it can last as late as May. As long as flu viruses are spreading, it's not too late to get a flu vaccine to protect yourself and your loved ones through fall, winter, and into spring. Get vaccinated today. For more information about flu shots, visit your health care provider, your local health department, or pharmacy. Learn more at flu.mt.gov. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. And welcome back into the Grizzly Coaches Show. Come visit us at Finn, the new home for the Grizzly Coaches Show, Tuesdays all season long. We record the show here at noon, up here talking Lady Grizz basketball with head coach Brian Holsinger. Now let's transition to last night's game against Montana State. Difficult, obviously, when we talk about three games in five days, having 14 days in a row off. But just, uh, again, I'll lob this one up to you, let you take yeah. it however you want. Just kind of your assessment. You've had a little time to think about it. Um, long bus ride home, all of those things. Just your thoughts on last night. No excuses. We want to win. We're super disappointed. We're more disappointed this morning than we were last night, um, without a doubt. Uh, we, go to, we go to play and expect to win every game. And that game's big. It's important. Um, I, did, I told our assistants this morning, um, when I was at Oregon State, we beat Oregon 15 straight times. And um, in order for them to beat us, they had to overcome a bunch of stuff up here in the brain. <laughs> um, but they, it, it took time, and it, took, it was a process. It was, not, um, it was not just all of a sudden you just made it happen. And so I, I, I think there's a lot more. I learned a lot as, as my first trip over there. I learned a lot about our team, um, what they've been through. I, I have no history other than beating her, you know, beating, beating the Cats at Montana Tech. That's the only history I have against them at all. And so, but the history our team has is different. And so, including Jordan. Jordan, mm -hmm. you know, it's just I learned a lot as a coach last night about how everybody was feeling and how everybody reacted and to that kind of environment and that kind of game. And it was interesting for me sitting there courtside and kind of just overhearing what you guys were talking about. There were times that you were saying, 
who is this team out here? I'm not even seeing the same team where coach maybe the first 15 games of the year, none of the, the problems that reared its ugly head that you saw last night. It's just so interesting seeing this, the, the difference, I guess, in your team for one game, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I use the uh, term weird. Yeah, weird. Uh, yeah. Weird. I use the term weird, and weird's <laughs> never good when you're trying to play basketball. No. You want it to be normal. <laughs> weird is never good. And so I, multiple times I turned to our staff, and I'm like, what is what is happening out here? Yeah. Like where where what is going on? You know, and they're looking at me like I don't know what's happening. And so you know, to the point where I, I mean I don't know if everybody heard in the stadium or not, but the first time out, I absolutely gave it to the team like as more than I have all season. I absolutely lit into them. The face um, was red. The yeah, was red. I mean I I had a headache after I think, and I, I I was just honestly trying to just shake them out of stuff, like trying to get them to wake up. Um, and so again, those are things you. Don't don't know until you experience them. Uh, I'll take responsibility. I, I, I wasn't prepared for that kind of reaction to this game. Um, and we will be different the next time we play them. I can promise you that because now I know. The good news is 32 days from now, these Lady girls will be at home and uh, get to experience, hopefully get over the hump against their arch rival. Thoughts on the atmosphere? You got asked this question yeah. um, last night, and I just loved your response, and I don't want to steal your thunder. So just your thoughts on the atmosphere last night uh, in Bozeman. Yeah, I sat in front of the Bozeman meeting, and they're like, oh, what did you think of your first game? You know, And I was like, well, I mean, this is every game for us. <laughs> right. Um, at Lady Grizz basketball is – we have we, – you know, we get 2,000 to 3,000 fans every game. They're not – I guess. They're not used to that. So I just said that. I mean, we, we're, we're used to this. This is what we play in every day. So it was good. Your thoughts on Sammy Fatkin's performance. She was one player that did eclipse her season average. Six straight games now in double-figure scoring. She had 24 points. You you said she's always been a scorer, but you're challenging her to become a better player. How have you seen that in her final season? Yeah, I mean, for her, you know, it, it was great because she, she was – she. Honestly, she came to me to um, a minute into the game. She's like, Coach, I don't know what's going on. I, I'm, I'm, something's wrong with me. And I'm like, it's basketball. We're playing basketball still, right? Like, And so she was one of the girls who kind of jumped out of it and mm-hmm. kind of got her mind right and played right. And so she did a great job. I'm really proud of her. She played right. And that means aggressive, attacking, um, making the right play, making the right pass. And I'm really proud of her. I mean, she's developed and developed and developed. She's a great kid. She loves the game. And, you know, these kids are learning and growing and growing. And this is a process. Um, this is, you know, we've had a lot of early success in mm-hmm. the program. Um, I wasn't sure that was going to happen. I had no idea. But um, I knew we'd defend. That's the one thing I did know. Um, but Every this is a process of growing a, a program, a Lady Grizz program, a proud program back into a championship team, and that just doesn't happen um, in a few months. It just doesn't, and so we're learning lessons along the way, good ones, and we'll be better for it. Very well said, Coach. I'm going to open up Pandora's box just a little bit. If you didn't hear the news, Idaho's game against the Lady Grizz got postponed Thursday. Apparently, Tuesday is a good idea to play that game. So a week from today, the Lady Grizz is scheduled to go to Moscow. So I'm, I'm going to open up Pandora's box. Right now, the schedule on paper has Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, with six road games in six different states. Your thoughts on how all of this is shaking out, Coach? Yeah. you know, I, to, I was really honest last night, so I got to be on Twitter all the time. I got lots <laughs> yeah. of messages. But I was just honest. I just don't think it's right. I, I just don't. I, I, I don't think it sets up kids for success. They're student-athletes. Um, we're missing two entire weeks of school. Right. Entire. They're not even going to be in class at all. I mean, how can you say that's the best thing for the student athlete? I, I just disagree with that completely. Um, let alone the safety and the health of our kids, you know. I mean, Abby Anderson, not, not very many people know this, but Abby was sicker and didn't go to shoot around yesterday, was sicker than sick all day, um, toughed it out and played the best she could, but she was sick. She threw it up, threw up all day. Um, and so, you know, the, that happens because we're playing three games in five days, traveling, and then we're going to continue to do this. I don't think it's the right thing. Um, we're going to go play the games. We're, I, you know, I, I'm not, we're not going to forfeit. I just don't, I, we'll, we'll play them. I don't think it's right. And I'll tell everybody that who will listen. Some people will, some people won't obviously, <laughs> but um, I, I just, I just don't think it's the right thing for the kids, but it, it certainly is not. And we'll see how it all shapes out. I think people just need to grasp the reality. Probably not. Everyone's not going to play 20 games. Just a matter of that, trying to jam it in all these uh, open dates. Probably not the case to do it. We will wrap up the show with Coach Holsinger on the other side of the break. Live from Finn, this is the Grizzly Coaches Show from Learfield. 
Great Floors is proud to support the Montana Grizz. And for 50 years, we've been proud to provide quality flooring for families and businesses from showrooms throughout Montana, Idaho, Central and Eastern Washington, and the Puget Sound. We invite you to visit your nearest Great Floors location to shop the Northwest's largest in-stock selection of carpet, hardwood, and LVP from America's top mills ready to install in your home. And Great Floors now offers countertops, cabinets, and window treatments, too. Visit greatfloors.com to find your nearest showroom. Lithia Chrysler Jeep Dodge of Missoula, home of the last best price, has great news for all of Grizz Nation. If you've been looking for a new vehicle but can't find the one you want, the wait is over. Choose from hundreds of vehicles in stock, like a new Ram 1500, and see for yourself why Ram is Motor Trend's back-to-back-to-back three-peat truck of the year. Stop in during Ram Power Days, Missoula Dodge, home of the last best price, and proud sponsors of the Montana Grizzlies, exit 99 off I-90 near the airport, and LithiaChryslerMissoula.com. OS2 Office Solutions and Services, locally owned and operated. Visit our showroom to see how the Sharp Aquas board can help you with today's unique office environment. This interactive display system is like a whiteboard that comes alive with full high-resolution color. With its touchscreen monitor, you can display, write, erase, and share information on a big screen with connectivity up to 50 mobile devices. This is perfect for today's remote working environment. Stop by for a demonstration at OS2 Office Solutions and Services, proud sponsor of The Grizz for over 20 years. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel is the new home to the Grizzly Coaches Show, and we couldn't be more excited. Come see us every Tuesday at noon to catch up on all things Grizzly basketball with coaches Travis DeCure and Brian Holsinger. Grab a table to enjoy a specialty menu designed specifically for the Coaches Show and have a draft beer, glass of wine, or a craft cocktail. Finn Restaurant inside the Doubletree Hotel, the new home to the Grizzly Coaches Show. See you out there. Oh, life, how we admire you, are deeply fascinated by you. All your twists and turns and wild rides you take us on. The ups and the downs. Life, you live inside all of us, breathing, growing, beating. You are the reason we'll always provide world-class care. Providence, we see the life in you. Visit Providence.org. Are you looking for a checking account that is easy to understand and easy to use? Then Stockman Bank's 406 checking account is for you. Offering free online and mobile banking and a free Visa check card, you can access your account anytime, anywhere. Stop by any of our locations statewide and open your account today. $100 minimum opening deposit required. Stockman Bank, Montana's brand of banking. Member FDIC. And welcome back into the Grizzly Coaches Show here at Finn as we wrap up another edition. Hope you can join us every Tuesday for lunch here at Finn, the home of the Grizzly Coaches Show. Not sure, at least as on paper right now, might not see you here next week, Coach Holsinger, with the, the game against Idaho um, playing it out. Before we kind of wrap it up, we haven't had a chance to talk just about the league standings. I'm just curious your approach. Every coach is different, but as far as you guys, you're in the top four right now, but how much of that do you maybe look at this time of year, or is it something where you're keeping your eye on it, but you're grinding? How much do you maybe look at where you're at in the conference standings as the weeks play out? Well, I think I think you got to look at who you played, mm-hmm. so, right? So you have to look at who you played and where. Um, so uh, it's just like I said, the reality of what's happened is we've beat everybody at home. Yep. Okay. And we've gone on the road and we um, gave a game away. In my opinion, at Weber, right? With a weird thing, kids sick, whatever. We we that was a bad loss in my opinion. But we've lost at Idaho State and we've lost at Montana State. Two, in my opinion, the two best teams right now, according, well, according really to the standings, yep. too, to the, the two most experienced, best teams um, in the league at, on their home courts. So, yeah, I mean, so so be it. We haven't played some of the other teams. Um, we've played two of the best teams at their places and not won those games. Um, those are games you want to win when you want to be champions. Um, we're not there yet, obviously. So, those that's, that's the reality of what we look at, and then now we get to go play some of these other teams. And the old mantra is, you take care of business at home, what you have, and if you split on the road, you're probably going to be in a good spot you guys are right on pace to doing that let's talk about the eagles the game that you know for sure will be happening and the first team that you'll play the second time coming around what stood out in the first meeting against them a couple of weeks ago in missoula yeah i mean they, again the, the, 
<laughs> they were coming off a long pause too yeah. and so you could tell in the first half they were rusty and we took it to them like we should have and then the second half they kind of played better and so well they'll play better at home without a doubt uh they got two they got a talented freshman jadia martin who's really good and we got to limit her uh we did a good job in the first half last last game and we didn't do a good job in the second half and so we'll have a game plan for that of course and then they have jacinta buckley buckley's been playing really well too so you know we'll <clears throat> we'll have lots of preparation time right yeah and so we'll we'll be able to prepare for them that one game and and uh go on the road and and we're you know we're going to mix things up a little bit and see if we can get a get a little better approach on the road and uh to be more successful how much do you enjoy i mean you did at oregon state washington state as well just playing a team for the second time and the chess match we talked about it a bit with the men in the first half hour so the chess match of adjustments from game one to game two how much do you enjoy that yeah and i i heard jay and jay's right it's just like depends right like so we played sac state in december and we're not playing them until march right like <laughs> yeah. he said so that, that's a totally different deal whereas these guys we didn't play that long ago so it's the same for them i think that answers perfectly exactly right i mean jordy's it's jordy scout and she's um she's really good and so she's like well they haven't really done much i'm like well yeah there hasn't been that much time so let's think of things we can adjust things things we can do to take away their strengths and weaknesses again well we hope for another lady grizz win as they will go out on the road did you get much sleep last night coach getting home i mean it was no. about over a four hour bus <laughs> ride home and by the time you could just tell everyone was dragging a little bit but uh Mostly because of how we played. We'll fix that. No doubt about it. That was Coach Olsinger of Lady Grizz. Our thanks, as always, to Denny Bedard up here. For the crowd for coming here today, Alex, for back in studio. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. Lady Grizz on the road at Eastern Washington. Men are at home. Pre-game shows will begin at 6.30 with tip-off coming just after 7 o'clock. This has been the Grizzly Coaches Show from Learfield. You've been listening to the Grizzly Coaches Show, brought to you by Wilson Logistics, official trucking company of Grizzly Athletics. Family trucking, it runs in the family. And by Stockman Bank. Bank with us anytime, anywhere, with online and mobile banking, Montana's brand of banking. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Grizzly Sports Network.